Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the asshole mixed with relationship stories. You know how it is. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Am I the Throw, who says, Am I the asshole for threatening to sue my parents for taking out student loans in my name? I graduated college four years ago, and I rarely speak to my mother or father, maybe two to three times a year, and even then, it's only for a few minutes. They refuse to let me play sports in high school or have a social life, and they've basically cut me out of their lives since I and about 75 other people got a city drinking ticket seven years ago in college. Since I live about 800 miles away, I only go back to my hometown once a year, either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Most years I stay with a friend or at a hotel. Last year, I stayed with my parents. No way in hell am I going back for either this year. Just about five months before I graduated college, my parents bought a boat. I know they got a good deal on it and they have used it a lot. They took it out of the water for the season in early October. I've literally never seen it in person, just pictures from Facebook. Last week I had texted my father, first contact since March, and let him know I'd be able to make it back for Christmas. About a minute later, he called and over the course of five minutes explained how he and my mother decided that since their last child was about through college, they would buy a boat. The only problem was they didn't have the $20,000 to buy it. What was their solution? Take out a student loan in my name, of course. My mailing address was always their house through college, so I was none the wiser. Why was my dad telling me about it now, four years after the fact? because they can't pay it back. They actually never paid any of it back. They kept putting it in forbearance, but that ran out early this year. Fast forward seven or eight missed payments later, and my dad tells me the only reason he's telling me now is because he doesn't want me to bring it up at Christmas, and he knows it's going to default in a month or two. His exact words were, if you're going to make a big deal about this, it's best if you don't come home this year. He also said it's about $25,000 is what I would need to pay it off. I hung up and just sat in shock for a couple of minutes. I called my brother yesterday and told him what was happening and that I think I'm going to sue them for whatever it takes to pay off the loan. I still don't know what the amount is yet. I should probably find out by next week. I'm cool with my brother and he's cool with my parents and I'm sure he probably talked to them because this morning I get a text from my mum just saying, do not sue us. I text her back saying she would need to immediately pay off the entire loan and show me proof. She texts back saying that I need to grow up. Obviously, I'm not even going to respond to that. The boat is probably worth half of what they paid for it by now, and with the hours they put on it, I don't know if they have the money or not to pay up immediately if I sue them, but I figure I can at least garnish their wages. 
My other brother called and asked me to hold off for a few months before doing anything that it was shitty of them to do, but to give them a chance to start paying it off. And we do have an update to this post as well, but obviously I'm no legal expert by any means, but I think you need to go down whatever legal route there is to you, sue them or, or whatever to get this loan taken off because this is fraud. They've taken out a loan in your name and they're willing to throw you under the bus just like this, so why not the other way around? I wouldn't be holding off waiting months for this. I'd be acting on this now. Somewhere along the line, they've had to forge your signature to do this. Then have the bloody cheek at the very end of it to tell you to grow up hell no but anyway let's cover a few comments and then we're going to move on to that update and we're going to start off with rifleman lax who says sue them bro i'm a fraud investigator don't sue them or at least don't just sue them call the non-emergency line and have an officer come out and take a police report then contact the lender explain the situation and send them the report that loan will come right off your report, assuming the investigators are halfway competent. You actually aren't even required to file a police report per law. It just helps slide things along. Your parents said they took out a loan and can't pay it back. You shouldn't be worrying about that at all. It's fraud. They should be worrying about that. Don't call me Chris please says, no, that's criminal and fucking over their own child. They're going to be in a world of both legal and financial trouble. A deleted user says this is called fraud. You are not the asshole, but if you don't want to deal with the financial ramifications, you need to freeze your credit and file a police report. While on the subject of credit, you need to thoroughly go through all three credit bureau reports and check the open accounts to make sure they didn't generate any additional new accounts that you are unaware of. Richard says, if they got the loan in your name, they had to have forged your signature so you can go to the bank and explain that the loan was not yours and your parents committed fraud. They may go to prison for it, but they did this to themselves. They may have gotten a plus loan where they are responsible for a payment and that would not be yours to pay back. You need to check on that. If you didn't sign an agreement with a bank or Fed student loan, you are not responsible for the loan. And one more from Upstart Giant who says not the asshole, you are being gaslit. Do not think of us as you choosing between your credit and your parents. Think of it as your parents choosing between you and a boat and they chose the boat. This is a huge betrayal. Your relationship with your parents may not survive it, but that is not your fault. And one more from Mom of Three Dragons 2012 says, see if you can get them to admit this in writing. Text them, so let me get this straight. You took out a student loan in my name for 20K without my knowledge to buy a boat. You tell me that you've let it go into default and are expecting me to pay it back. And then keep all responses, including the demand that you not sue. I'm going to tell you, you choose to do nothing, those loans are going to be a monkey on your back for decades. I have a pretty high student loan and they are relentless. The interest rates are insane. They can sell your loan at will to another company, which can really screw up your payments as loan companies have different rules. You'll be penalized if you try to pay it off early because they want their interest money. This will affect your ability to buy a home or a car. Your parents are not worth trying to keep a relationship with. They knowingly saddled you with a huge debt so they could buy a toy. And now you aren't allowed to even show anger. They are selfish assholes, and the best thing you can do is file a police report and let the cops and the lender do the rest. So now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. This update has a happy ending of sorts. Basically what happened is that I did end up having to make a police report about what happened. My parents weren't arrested, but they were charged with deceptive practice. 
As part of a negotiated deal, they agreed to become responsible for the debt and they received 12 months of court supervision. The student loan company removed the loans from my name, then made it clear they planned on suing my parents and myself. My parents for obvious reasons and myself because I benefited from the crime, my degree. My parents and I spoke to a lawyer who agreed they probably could come after me for at least some of the debt. Our lawyer and their in-house counsel came up with a deal that basically said if I paid half myself, they'd forever give up their right to sue me or try to collect the other half from me. I wasn't crazy about the deal, but it's cheaper than going to court where I'd likely be found to be jointly liable with my parents for the full 25,000 and attorney fees. I paid my part of it three months ago and it's like I've never had student loans. Nothing on my record at all regarding it. My parents sold the boat for a loss and are making payments on the remainder of the balance. They've apologized to me pretty profusely about it and I do think they are remorseful. As a cherry on top, my brother told me they opened a credit card in his name around the same time they took out the student loans. He only found out after going to purchase a house and the loan officer asked him about it. That was paid off in full before he found out about it though. I speak to my parents maybe once a month now. More than in the past and our relationship is still fairly cool, but not nearly as bad as what it was. Also, I definitely did not go to Christmas last year. I think I will be going this year though. Edit, regarding why I may be jointly liable. My parents paid 50% of my rent my senior year of college. I also, unhappy while interviewing, lived with them for half a year after school. They asked for half and wiped it off my credit forever. It's more than 50% of rent, but I was done with it. I have a decently paying job now and wanted to move on. I did a crappy job of wording it, but they sold the boat for $9,000, paid to the lender. I paid $8,000, a little more than what half of my rent was and they were making payments on their $8,000. Apologies for not being more clear. Edit two. All right, maybe I should have gotten a different lawyer. I just wanted it to go away with no lawsuit. Looking like that was short-sighted. Overall, I'm okay with it. I've never paid my parents back for the 50% rent in college. They were just going to let it be. I feel like I've made up for that now. Really good advice in this comment. If you're worried about it happening to you, don't get a shitty lawyer. And before we do get into our next story, I just want to mention there is there's talks about not being able to have children and PCOS. So if you would like to skip this story, this will be probably be the last story in this video. So just to give you that warning. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you very much. This story is from a throwaway account titled Am I the Arsehole for telling my mother-in-law to leave our family gathering after she broke boundaries? And it does come with an update. Throwaway account. I, 31 female, can't have kids. PCOS. When I met my now husband, 33 male, I was very upfront about it and told him that I never wanted kids nor could I physically give him one. 
he understood and didn't want kids either, so we're on the same page. My husband is the only male child out of seven siblings. My mother-in-law was furious when she found out we weren't having kids. We tried setting boundaries with her on this and other topics, but she's stubborn. After four years of her behavior, we slowly cut her off most contact except for family gatherings and such. She was, for the lack of a better term, third wheeling our marriage. This past Father's Day, the siblings and SOs got together to celebrate at our home. Husband and I hosted because we had the space to gather safely. Mother-in-law and father-in-law get here. It was going fine until dinner. She had been drinking some. One of my sister-in-laws is pregnant and we were talking about baby names. Mother-in-law was making a few small remarks about how husband and I would never hold a little bundle of joy like it was a joke. Then mother-in-law said something like, give the baby your last name so at least someone might pass on our name. To sister-in-law while looking directly at my husband. He told her to stop and she did for a while. Then we were cleaning everything up. I was in the kitchen with pregnant sister-in-law and mother-in-law came in and asked how we were. I said, fine, how are you? And she had the audacity to say, not that great since husband's name married you. Sister-in-law told her to stop and that she needs to go back outside. But I said, no, you need to leave, go home. I don't want you here. I didn't say it in a rude tone or yell, just firmly. I know she had been drinking and influenced what she said. And I know I was upset and what I said was in the heat of the moment. But she had never once before attacked my husband's decision to marry me to my face. She did eventually leave with father-in-law after making a big scene in front of everyone about how I was throwing her out. Husband was on my side after sister-in-law and I told him what mother-in-law said. But father-in-law was pissed at me for kicking mother-in-law out and how it made her feel unwanted by her family. A few of husband's sisters took their side and think we, mostly me, are assholes. I didn't feel like I was in the wrong for telling her to leave, but after a week and a half of sitting with it and talking to his siblings, husband is feeling iffy about the situation and thinks mother-in-law was wrong, but maybe I should just let it go because we don't see them often. Am I the asshole for saying what I said? Edit. Every case is different and every person's body is different. For me, my doctor told me I was not able to have children at all. I can't have them, no chance at all, and my doctor said it was from the PCOS. But it's not like this for everyone. This is just my case. Edit again. I can't have kids. Your case is not mine, nor is your family or friends. You are not any of my doctors. I appreciate the concern, but it isn't needed. Thank you. Absolutely not the asshole in this situation. You had every right to kick her out of your house, and I'm surprised you didn't do it sooner. She's openly disrespecting you in front of everyone. And you know, it kind of pissed me off that husband didn't speak up more in this situation, especially from your very first paragraph. You know, you said you couldn't have children, but you also said, you know, the husband understood and didn't want kids himself. So you're on the same page. So he should be speaking up at the same time and saying, you know, I don't want children either. It almost felt in some ways that you was on your own in this situation to have to deal with this absolute asshole. And I don't see how anyone from the outside, from what your mother-in-law said, you know, saying, not great since husband married you, the little digs about not having children. How can someone sit on the outside and, and, and take that person's side when they're saying that? It's absolutely awful. But Anabolic Beard says, made her feel unwanted in the family. A baby from her son won't fix whatever hole she has inside of her. A quality koala teacher says, it's the responsibility of every person not to be a total asshole. 
Should a person choose to be an asshole, there are natural consequences to those choices. Be a dislikable person. Be disliked. It is not the job of people around an asshole to be treated badly for the comfort of others. The mindset that someone should just accept bad treatment to avoid rocking the boat has got to end. That's just how he slash she is, not the get out of jail free card for being a terrible person. She stinks because that's just how shit is, but you don't have to invite shit over for dinner just because others don't mind the smell. <laughs> Imaginary marsupial says, not the asshole, we have a saying, small children and drunk people speak truth. Lost Lonely World says not the asshole, but your hubby slight because he's allowing his family to openly disrespect you. This is probably a good time to put your foot down with hubby and state that if you allow his family to openly disrespect your marriage and you, they cannot come into your home, nor will you attend future family gatherings. Andrew 88 says, holy fucking hell. You're completely not the asshole. It isn't even funny. If my mother-in-law came to my home and made snide remarks at dinner and then told me off for marrying her son, she would never see me again. Your mother-in-law is a piece of work. I think it's clear your husband needs to step in and have a conversation with her. He needs to tell her he does not want kids and it's not just because of you. I don't think that that distinction has been made and this is why your mother-in-law is saying it's your fault, which is obviously fucking dumb, but here we are. Reluctant vegetarian replies that saying this 100%. Time for Opie's husband to put his big boy pants on, sit down with mum and dad and let them know that he is sorry they are disappointed but he is living his life, not theirs and if his mother ever wants to see her son again, she needs to keep her mouth shut, period. Alcohol or no alcohol. I don't know if in the past he's blamed the choice on Opie or not but clearly the husband is not taking any responsibility for the decision making here and honestly, if the mother-in-law knows about the medical issues and is still acting like this, she is an even bigger asshole than she already seems to be which quite frankly is huge, but clearly OP is not the asshole. So now let's move on to that update to find out what happened next. After my last post, mother-in-law called me and asked if we could sit down over coffee and talk about what's been going on. I said how awful it is hearing her belittle me and my husband for not having kids, especially when it isn't possible that our decision won't change. I explained that her attack in my marriage was uncalled for, especially in my own home, to my face. She gave a non-apology by apologizing for how I felt and said she would make the effort to not say rude things about my marriage or stance on children so that we could have a relationship with her. She followed this apology up with, you need to understand that I just want what's best for my son. A few days later, pregnant sister-in-law called and told me that mother-in-law called one sister-in-law saying that if my husband didn't marry me, she is having a grandchild from him and she still didn't agree with us not having kids. I was hoping she'd be able to change, but she didn't last two weeks. I was angry, but I sat with it and read over what some of you said. This is a losing battle with her. There's no forcing her to like me or, or finding that solid footing. Plus, some of you mentioned that this isn't my battle to fight with mother-in-law. That's on my husband and you are right. They are not my parents, they are his. I talked to husband about it and he talked to his parents and had a firm conversation with them. I wasn't there for it, but father-in-law showed up the next morning to see us. He apologized for his behavior on Father's Day and his part in it. He went on to say that mother-in-law feels strongly that her son should be having children, that everyone should have children, but that it's not any of her business, what we do, nor is it his. It was a genuine apology. He said she made me feel unwanted in a family where I was very much wanted. We cried a lot during our talk. As for my mother-in-law, she has not reached out to me at all and I don't expect her to. 
Husband and I decided we would be no contact with her. We will talk to father-in-law, have him over sometimes, but we won't be speaking to mother-in-law. We are going no contact with her, including not going to gatherings that she's attending and excluding her from those that we host. I felt awful having this conversation with husband about no contact, not wanting to alienate him from his parents, but he brought it up first, which shocked me. A few of you suggested that it was because he was so used to the treatment and he agrees. It's been second nature to him for so long that he just brushed it off. He sees this now and he's firmly on my side, which I'm grateful for. As for the sisters, one of them is still firmly on mother-in-law's side, but the rest of them on varying levels understand why we're going no contact. I think having a third party here give some insight help me see that this is a situation where I need to just roll with the punches. And I appreciate those of you who helped us on this. And I'm glad that, you know, they decided with a no contact in the end. I think it's the only way forward, especially when she came came to it and came with an apology that says, you need to understand that I just want what's best for my son. You know, and it was like a non-apology. I'm sorry that you feel this way. But what do you guys make of this situation? And how would you have dealt with that mother-in-law? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you as always for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. And don't forget at the end of the video, there's a couple of playlists there that you can click and it'll scroll through all the videos for you so you can just keep doing whatever you're doing. And don't forget to let me know what you're up to. <laughs> Once again, thank you and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wash my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C, one, two. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.